is another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Connor. I am JT Harker. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, this is, we've been, we've been, you know, coming with the big dogs as of lately. We are continuing that trend. Uh, we had to, we had to wait for this, for this one, for this one. We had to wait, you know, for reasons that we will get into maybe later on the podcast. Uh, this is a brother of mine's. Uh, this is a phenomenal keyboard player uh, and artist and producer. Um, he's toured the world with all a lot of your favorite artists, like many of our guests. But more importantly, here, we need to highlight his band, uh, Freelance. If you haven't heard of Freelance, do yourself a favor and go check them out right now today. As uh, soon as the podcast is over, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, look them up, listen to their music. Their album, Yes Today, is amazing, okay? And I'm not, I'm I'm giving y'all straight, when I, when I pump people's music, and y'all don't hear me do it a lot, but when I do pump people's music, it's not because I'm friends with them. It's because I, it's amazing music, you know what I mean? Because my reputation is on the line. So I'm not going to send y'all to go listen to some trash. I'm telling y'all the album is amazing, okay? Yes Today freelance he is the, the keyboardist from the group he is one of the producers of the music his name is chad self welcome to the program bro no czar says hey guys what's up what's up <laughs> that was a uh, wonderful intro. wow yeah. <laughs> appreciate uh, you and i'm honored to be here for real what you guys are doing is absolutely incredible this is yeah. like putting action to work that's what it is yeah, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate that's that's that, what man. that's Thank what we you. want to do, man. Um, and, and yeah, we respect the resume on the show. We always say that. Um, okay, so before we get into it, because it's a lot to get into, uh, you have a new normal as we all do in the world of uh music and the world of the entertainment industry. What we do now looks very different from what we was doing maybe a year and a half ago, right? Um, what is your new normal and what does it look, what is your, how has it changed? How has your life in the, in the apocalypse changed? Um, the new normal has been, um, first of all, self-reflection. You get time to actually like, you know, actual time and mm -hmm. to self-reflect. Another, um, new normal is actual school. I'm taking myself back to school right now. Yeah. You know, uh, mentally, physically, you know, spiritually, um, I'm literally, uh, taking classes at Berkeley again, you know, um, take business course and entrepreneur course. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been learning, you know, martial arts, you know. <laughs> what? So you got like a black belt, a blue belt, one of them Jones? I'm getting, I'm getting there, man. I've been hitting the range. I've been hitting the range, man. Yeah. You know, marksmanship together. It's been school on every single element yeah. of my life. I've just been relearning things, learning things that I've never learned. And we have the actual free time to do it. So why not? How about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it. we, we it. in the era now of uh, ain't no more excuses. Like you just, you know what I mean? Whatever you was waiting to do, you should have been picked it up and done it um, by now. Um, so you said you went back to school, back to, you went back to our school. So for those who don't know, we met in college and we've been rocking ever since. Uh, we, we, we are the definition of the day oneers. Like literally on day one, we met. And we've been rocking ever since. So you went back to our school. You went back to Berkeley. Yeah, like your boy. To this day. <laughs> to this day. To this day. Shout out Deontay Wilder. Period. To yeah. this day. Honestly, JT's getting me out of here with that. I got to work on my to this day. <laughs> Dude, 
it's like I love the point, but man, he got so he went from zero to five hundred. He's committed, man. He's like committed. that. Yeah. I dropped my gum. Well, yeah, well, Berkeley, um, so you know, Berkeley is almost like a, a badge of honor for not finishing almost, you know, a lot of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. A lot right. of finish um but honestly my mother she's been uh, bugging me for the past 10 years i walked i walked like i walked like i finished i walked and got this fake diploma like i finished but i had two more <laughs> that that that's what i did in high school Shout out to did you. You really? <laughs> camaraderie already <laughs> I, don't Straight have, up. I don't have a diploma oh wow so yeah you walked and then you went back uh to basically you finished up some of the courses that you hadn't finished and you picked up some new stuff Exactly, exactly. And, you know, honestly, it's the best thing I could ever imagine because now we have a context to certain things that we might have been learning, you know, after like spending about that. Yeah, that's a, that's and that's big. Like, because I a lot of the things, especially, you know, you were saying you were taking the business courses and, and my degree is in is in business. And a lot of the things that I've learned, I'm 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 relearning things on the business side every day as I go through them, because when I was reading it in a textbook in school, it didn't make the sense that it makes to me now, right? So context is everything, especially when you're going through that type of stuff. Having done it and been through things, now I'm like, oh, I had to, you know, I'm going through publishing, but not to get down a rabbit hole, but I'm going through a, a bunch of publishing transformations with a couple of groups that I'm in. And I'm like, you would have, I had a whole, five, six courses on publishing in school, but it now being in it, it's like, it's like I have to reteach myself all of these things because not only are we in a different place as an industry, but I'm in a different place mentally and in a different place. So as a student, so now I have more context to things and things make a world of a difference now. So that's crazy that you yeah. say that. And, all, I, and all, those, all those tracks that you're getting licensed on Pornhub now, so you got to go back and figure out exactly. Yeah, because I didn't porn, get paid for them. Does before. it get? Does you get paid the same way? Is it the exactly. same type of royalties? Is it porn royalties? It's a totally different game. Exactly. I'm philosophical real quick, and he just straight up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, because the royalties need to be collected across all platforms. Pornhub. OnlyFans, exactly. YouTube, it's whatever it same. is. It doesn't it, all pay the same. You For real. But don't discriminate. Get your coin wherever they have your music. Exactly. Straight exactly. up. Chips. Get your chips. Straight up. Get those uh, chips. Okay, let's, chips. Let, let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, LeBron James is leaving the MVP boat. Uh, so far, so they do. I thought you were about to say. I thought you were about to say he's leaving the NBA. No, 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 leading, 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 so, leading, leading. Okay. So, so they they do these straw polls. They do these kind of like you know take the temperature of the voters and of the league, um, periodically throughout the season. The first straw poll came out. Um, LeBron was ahead of Embiid, the Joker, and KD. Um, what was your take on the straw poll if you if you've seen it and and that order um do you feel like that's where where you have yours or would you kind of restructure it I'll start with chat um i feel like uh my name is lebron james uh <laughs> best player in the league honestly uh straight up the goat i should get MVP every single year because i'm the best player in the league that's true that's true 
name is LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, not like a yeah. Shaq kind of voice. Like my name is LeBron. <laughs> Hey, is that a real deep voice? And, well, I, and I feel, and I feel, I, I thought when I saw that poll, that right there made me the greatest. That poll. <laughs> that made me the greatest because I bring the ball down the court. I facilitate the court. So Straight. Because <laughs> I led the poll before and I led it now. And, I, and I'm going to lead it tomorrow. That yes. made me the greatest. Yeah. Now, respect, to, respect to one of the goats. There's more than one goat. You know what I'm saying? So respect to the, respect okay. to the, um, I do feel like um, he should definitely be in the running. I feel like, uh, who was it, Joel? Um, yeah, Joel was second. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to MVP, the what he's doing for the uh, what is it, uh, 76ers, yeah. what he's doing right now is absolutely ridiculous. I never even seen their their, uh, their their score get this high. What's their standing right now? They're number one? They, they, they number one. They're in the East. They're number one in the East. They're 18 and 10. They no, the East. He's, doing right now. he's doing the work of Jesus right now on that team. How about, but see, I, I warrant, I told JT that this would happen. I said, JT was like, the, JT had the, the Sixers not really making the playoffs. Well, I'm 30. I think it was yeah. at the bottom. I told him, I, I said, the East, them number one. I said, the East is a shit show. The, they're going to be, they have a chance to lead as, as well as anybody else in the East. Our whole lives, they've been bad. The 76. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been trash. Yeah. I definitely. I'm putting him number one just for the sake of that. That's me. Yeah. 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 Well, how, how do you got it, JT? Yeah. Well, first of all, I actually think the East has improved. I, I actually think the East is tough, but the Sixers are just damn good, man. They made improvements that I underestimated. Seth Curry, uh, fucking Dwight Howard. Doc Rivers knows what he's doing, and Joel Embiid is playing like an animal, and he's doing it consistently, and he's shutting the fuck up and doing it. Thank God. Yeah. But um, this is what I—I I mean, you know, the MVP thing is always. Do you like that, that order? Do you like the order that it is now? Is that how I, you would have your, your I'm not preliminary stand? I'm not mad at the order because for me, like, if it were to end today, it, unless you've got somebody that is got the best record in the league and they're putting up by far the best numbers, and it's obvious then it's like it can go to four different guys, you know? But, yeah, I'm not mad at the order. Those are the guys, right? There's other yeah. guys in the conversation, but th those yeah. are the guys that are far and away better than everybody else right now. So a couple of – so the I think maybe a couple of weeks ago, it was kind of flipped. It was before the straw poll came out, but they kind of had Embiid. We were, and we talked about it a little bit on the show. We, they had Embiid ahead of LeBron, and I was, like, telling people – don't do this again. Don't do the Giannis thing again. And it seems like we're going to correct That's it a little bit. That's what the MVP bit. is, man. Don't do the Giannis thing again with That's with Embiid the because is. here's because but here's my reason for not, for Embiid not being number one. It's not the Giannis thing. It's the Russell Westbrook thing, the Charles Barkley thing, the Carl Malone thing, the, yeah. Steph, the, the Steph Curry thing. That but, it, it's the Steve Nash thing. You know. But my reason. But but my reason. Right. You're right. And, and I'm saying, I was saying the same thing about, and, and beat is just the recent case. I mean, uh, uh, Giannis is just the recent case where they did it again last year where LeBron should have gotten it last year. They gave it to Giannis. And my, my reasons for Embiid not getting it this year over LeBron so far um, is for the same reasons, right? We're talking about the Eastern Conference. The Eastern, Con first of all, he plays in a lesser conference, right? Um, and, and I'm, you know me, I'm the king of keep that same energy. When LeBron was there and everybody, the, the East was the weak, East was the trash, da 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 Now, Embiid plays, plays in a conference where there are three teams, count it, three teams that are over 500. That's the top three seeds. 
It's Philly, it's Milwaukee, it's Brooklyn. No other team in the Eastern Conference, no other team in the playoffs structure, in the one through eight playoff race is over 500. That's the conference that he plays in, right? So we need to take that into account. He's the first, they're the number one seed and the shit show, I've been calling it the shit show all year. This is why. This is why, because the New York Knicks are the, are the sixth seed. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So this is the conference that he plays in. But And I said it about the Eastern Conference last year. Giannis got in, then he got knocked out by the fifth seed. You know what I'm saying? So that was the first thing. The other thing is that he's missed six games already, and he's on pace. This is er, this early in the season. He's on pace to miss 10 or more games, right? What's, so what's the precedent for that? That hasn't happened where an MVP that's that's missed at least 10 games uh, has won an MVP since I think Allen Iverson, right? So that's the other thing. Like, so we can't give it to a guy who is 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 not even neck and neck with the with the lead, you know, with the guy who's kind of running away with it or, or in the lead um, when he's not even playing. He's not even, uh, you know, the best ability is what availability, right? Embiid is not known for his avail- availability, right? So we'll see if he can stay healthy and stay in games. But, you know, I have an issue with that. You know, that was my issue with Zion and the, and the rookie um, of the year thing where people wanted him to win it over John Morant, but he played half the games that John Morant played. You know what I mean? So that's a, yeah. that's the other thing why I'm not really for and be being in the in the lead. So I'm I'm cool with the standings as they are. Of course you are. Well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a regular season award, and I mean I get the missed games thing, but I mean if you miss, I can't remember how many games they're playing this year, but if you miss ten seventy two. Generally speaking, if you miss 10 games, that's not that big of a deal. There's a little less games, right. so it's a bigger deal. But if you've got the numbers and, and your team ends up number one in their conference, that, that's, a, that's, a fair, that's a fair MVP. Well, you, but you got to take in context the, the, the Eastern Conference, right? Because everybody was, was doing it when LeBron was there. Everybody needs to do it to Giannis and Embiid and yeah, all the other it's people not as strong. who's running through the strong. conference where the New York Knicks is in the middle of the pack. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not start- – no, 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 don't disrespect the Knicks. They're a decent basketball team. They're a good team. Basketball team. Who? The Knicks is different this year. No. They're, they're a decent basketball team. The Knicks who just got De- – why? Because they got Derrick Rose. Y'all think it's, it's, it's 2003 all over no. again. Dude, no. Julius yeah, no, Randle's Julius Randall's Randall playing like a like – a, Out of his mind. He had 44. <laughs> yeah, he did. But, you know, like like we said, when you, when you, when you playing on trash teams, you – you balling out does not impress me. You know they're what I mean? Not a bad, they're not a bad team. And the Hornets, who everybody laughed at me for picking to make the playoffs, they're not bad. Dude, have you seen this guy? Real talk, though. Have you seen this guy, Miles Bridges? Yeah, he's he's legit. He might be I the like, best. I like Miles. The best in-game dunker there is right now. This dude's nasty. Yeah, I like I like Miles a lot. I don't even talk about Lamelo because that boy is. He's that boy's very nice. nice. Yeah, he's Lamelo is. I, I'm Lamelo had me nervous there in the beginning of the year because I was pulling for him and he didn't have a hot start, but he's turning it around. It's yeah. not even close. He he looks like an all he looks like an all-star already. Say Crazy. it again, Chad. Rookie of the year. Potential rookie of the year. Yeah. I mean I, I hope he wins better. it. I'm I'm pulling for I would I would like to see him because I think he has a lot of potential. Um yeah, there's nobody better. The other thing that people have been talking about is Steph Curry. And they've been talking about Steph Curry being in the MVP race. Do you think Steph Curry should be in the MVP race? So I'm a Steph Curry fan about as big as there is, you know, a big Warriors fan. 
Um, no, he's got the numbers. If his team was in at the top three or four seeds, that's where, I mean, with, with those numbers, they're historic numbers, first of all. So I'm going to give him props on that. He's going to be maybe again, second time, part of the 50, 40, 90 club, which there's only eight members of that club and only three guys, two guys, Steve Nash and Larry Bird have done it twice more than well, more than once. Mm -hmm. So he has the chance to do it for the second time, which is incredible. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's amazing, but it, those are MVP type numbers. If your team is number one, two, three, right. the top of your conference, if it's not, then it's not, you're still, he still might be as valuable to his team. And he is, he's as valuable to that yeah. team as anyone else is to their team, For sure. but you don't win MVP awards with, with that season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? Jay? Would you have uh, a minute? No, I completely, I just completely agree, you know, um, and especially from the work that the Golden State Warriors already done, you know, this is his time to show that we still got that work, even though we don't have the squad. This is his time. So his record need to show that they still got that work. And right now, you know, they're not doing it right now with the record. They're good, but yeah, you know. they're a good basketball team. So um, still got that work. Yeah. Like, like, I, and same thing with Luca, like, <laughs> Luca's numbers are absolute. They're as good as anyone else's in the league, but they're also sitting at the tenth seed. So it's like you can't, you know. Yeah. So that was my thing with that was. So I I I completely agree. I don't think that Steph Curry should be in the in the in the MVP conversation. Um, I think we just the the media has a hard on for Steph Curry. So like they he go he he plays by a different rule. We talked about this early on in the podcast. Um, he plays by a different set of rules in the media for some reason he doesn't get the same criticism he doesn't get the same scrutiny um like but he, but he, he's like the prince of the league almost. yeah 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 like it's weird you know what i mean so he's you know it's well earned it's well earned because he's getting like this 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 mvp conversation praise that if it was somebody if this was lebron james and he was averaging 30 points but his team was in the eighth seat they would be crushing him they wouldn't be saying he should be in the mvp conversation you know what i mean and then the and then it's like you said, JT, it's the precedent, right? Like when have we ever been really talking? When did we have serious conversations about somebody whose team is 15 and 13, two games over 500 towards the the bottom of the pack in the playoff race, having them in the MVP conversation, right? So why yeah. is Steph Curry in the MVP conversation, but Bradley Bill isn't? Light skin. Yeah, group. it's interesting. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. It's interesting because the argument that I did hear an argument that kind of made sense is that because if you look at the records, they're also one game away and they've uh, now it's, it looks like it's two games, but basically the whole year they've been one game. They've been in seventh, eighth, sixth, but then they also, the next day would be in third or like fourth, not third, but fourth. So they're like, it's so close that they're kind of in fourth. It was like a five, six way tie for fourth place for a while. But now, you know, realistically, they might be separating themselves from nine and down. But then if you look at, four and up the suns and up they're kind of separating themselves as well so if you and can't I think, the top four you know it's i think i think they're they 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 started towards the the bottom of the pack as far as the western conference and i think yeah. the things moved around as as you i think that as we go through the season people the pack starts to fall into place right i think right. where they are now is where they'll kind of be they'll kind of be six seven eight they'll be in the playing games round because like i said in early on looking at their roster i didn't see any way that they would be really in a, in a high c type 
type uh, situation. Um, but like you said, like my thing is like, if we're talking about Steph Curry being in the MVP conversation, you know, because of what he's doing individually, which which is merited, we got to talk about Bradley Bill then, right? Like Bradley Bill is only leading the league in scoring. You know what I'm saying? His numbers and Steph Curry's numbers ain't really that different. He's averaging a couple more points, more rebounds, and a few less assists. They're they're all they're both around 35 yeah, and yeah. five or somewhere like that, right? But it, so if that if, if we're talking about Steph Curry, why are we not talking about Bradley Bill? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. But I mean, they're so far, they're just not a good team. But I mean, you know, if we're talking about, the, if we're just going, look, we had this conversation a week or two ago. If we're just going by stats, I'd have to look at him again. But Lu, it's hard to deny Luca if we're just going stats because he's basically averaging a triple double. Right. And, and, you know what I mean? And they're not a bad team, and they'll probably end up in that, in the top eight or nine. But I mean, they'll be, they're in there with the Warriors, though. That's, and that's why he's, but that's the other, that's what I'm saying. That's, he's not in the conversation, even though they're in the same little realm, because, you know, the media is Steph Curry is the media's darling. So, you know, well, they're Luka they're doesn't climb. get the same support. They're, Bradley they're Bill cl- doesn't get the same. Nobody else gets the same support. Well, Bradley, but, but Bradley Beal's in second to last place. The Mavericks were also in second to last place, by the way. So they're they're still crawling back up. But yeah. um, the, so. The, so I feel like he has dinner with the commissioner, though. Like, it seems. Oh, Steph? Yeah, he's almost like the Tom Brady of the league, like, of the NBA. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good comparison. So it's, it's, it's Tom Brady the goat. No, oh, no, I don't know about that. Um, we got to, we got to, since we got, we got a Heat fan on the podcast today. So we need to talk about it. What, let's just get straight into it. What, what happened to the Heat? I feel attacked. Now, I don't know why. I'm just asking. We, we need to we because and, and this isn't this is a serious Ooh. question because I was I I I think and JT correct me if I'm wrong, but I think JT as well had higher projections. I think JT had higher projections for the Heat this year than I did at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um. And it, it's it's has it hasn't been if the playoffs started today they wouldn't be in or they would be in the playoff game. Um. Because yeah. they're they're in that eight nine ten area but i think a lot of people had them way up towards the top of the pack in there with the sixers and the bucks and the brooklyn thinking that they were going to yeah. make a significant yeah i, I would think doing what they did in the bubble and it exactly. hasn't happened so i would think I, most I'm, I'm people had what, them for real like what happened above, if you look at the standings above the pacers i think everybody would have had them above the Pacers. oh yeah for sure and there sure. then there it's the top four or five in the east you know yeah well, yeah, I mean, I will say that uh, I appreciate it. I'm flattered you guys brought up the Heat because <laughs> the Heat were the underdogs last year. Everybody wasn't talking about – nobody was talking about – nobody was – guess what? We snuck our way to the finals. <laughs> we got two games against Big Bad. My name is LeBron James. And um, AD, and AD out here. Shout out to both of them, you know? Yeah. So, thank you for bringing us up because we're usually the underdogs. You know, um, this year has been a little funny because, all right, there's a couple things that's wrong with the Heat right now. First uh-huh. thing is the COVID protocols was crazy. They had Jenny, Jimmy Butler out for like three weeks for no reason. I was like, what is the, yeah. like, if he had COVID, Everybody he, is dealing with the COVID protocols, though. Everybody. But our whole team, our whole roster was gone. Like, it was just like for yeah. that. The, the, he was one of those teams. They had some some games I looked at there because I like to keep up on Tyler Hero. They had some games where they had six guys, and some other teams did too, but not many. Like they they were missing Bam, Jimmy, 
Dragic. Yeah. They, like some games where it was like, who the hell do they have? You know what I mean? But thank you, JT. Thank you. But for the, your- and, 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 you know, kudos to the heat that they, they started off very rough. Cause they started off near the bottom two or three. I, I think they're going to be fine. Now they look good right now. Uh, I think they're going to, I mean, I think they're I'm, gonna I'm pick still it up. concerned. They played the Clippers last night. They lost to the Clippers. With, that, yeah. Know, that's with, rough. Or they didn't that's have rough. They, they, the Clippers, Clippers were missing everybody. Their, they were missing everybody. Clippers so, were missing their mascot, their logo, everything. The logo. They was missing the logo. I was embarrassed yesterday. I'm not going to lie to you. But, listen. but that's why I'm like, what's going on? And I haven't been watching them. So so me asking the question is not a – it's literally like, what's happening to the Heat? Like, what's what's happening? Because I don't – I don't. What makes the Heat the Heat? What makes the Heat actually good is the actual Heat culture. You know, we play team basketball, role players. You know, everybody on the team is dropping like 20 points. It's team basketball. Right now, to have team basketball, you have to have team chemistry. Since t- players have been gone, right now, the chemistry is not really there. We're still trying to build chemistry. Not only that, we made some changes. We got rid of uh, Jay Crowder. We got rid of a couple other players. Which was a big loss. Yeah. Which was a big loss, you know. So without team chemistry in this league right now, where there's, where there's a lot of, based off talent, without team chemistry, we're going down in flames right now because yeah, yeah, we need to depend yeah. off talent. You know, it, it's so – Jimmy Butler, we can't – you know, and he's a talented guy, but he's not naturally um, right, a talent. Right. He has a lot of skill. So that's why I said that um, we're at a place right now where we either have to get that, that chemistry. Nobody's making the shots. Duncan Robinson, he's not, he's bricking, bricking. He's the number one shooter in the league right now. He's bricking, bricking, bricking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's bricking, bricking. Yeah. He's building a house over there. And, yeah. And, and you know what? You're right. And you see, the Heat are funny too, because they do strike me as one of those teams. They'll come playoff time, they're always going to be ready. They'll just be ready to But that's if down, they make the playoffs this year. You no, know what I mean? Sure. For sure. But then the problem is if you end up low seated, you've got to take on the 76ers, the Bucks, who they'll probably beat. Right. And the, like or, in the, or first the Nets round. or the Celtics or the. I mean, there's tough teams up top. You got to play if you don't finish in the middle of the pack, at least. But yeah, the interesting no, thing with the heat. And I say this about a lot of teams like, you know, and a great example, Joe, you and I talked during the bubble about a guy that wasn't getting talked about that. I didn't even know anything about until the bubble. Jeremy Grant for the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, he's balling. And all the talk was that, oh, he's going to go get his first big contract with somebody. And he did. He went to Detroit. He's playing like a fucking all-star. Yeah. So that that move where everyone was like, oh, the Nuggets are going to take the next step forward. No, they're not. Because there's a guy <laughs> that was their fourth option that we looked at as their third or fourth option that's actually an all-star that accepted a role. You and, lose a guy like that yeah. or Crowder, those little things that don't seem like a big deal are a very it's big deal. It's happening to the Lakers. It's happening yeah, to Lakers with, with, with yeah. McGee and 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 Howard. Now we're vulnerable at the uh you know absolutely. at the front court position, especially yeah. with AD. I will, we'll talk about that, but yeah. Joe, you bring up yeah. a good point about um because the Heat have a loyal culture, even with Pat Riley. So we're keeping a lot of players, but I wouldn't be opposed to a little trade situation. I know that Andre Drummond is in the works, and I yeah. know that if we can make a little trade situation our big game is terrible we don't have no center we're using that's um true. that's true we don't have no center yeah, yeah. that would no- be a nice move yeah so, you, you get help uh, on the boards veteran guy right yeah. yeah yeah you know what you know what else is interesting i'd like to get your take on this too chad the um the beginning of the season and and tyler hero surprised us all in the bubble right 
But I was like, man, when I was watching him, not just his scoring, but his handle and his passing were incredible. So I was like, man, in the future, a few years down the line, I could see them really utilizing him like a, almost like how they use James Harden in Houston, where the offense really runs through him. Right. Yeah. So they come out at the beginning of the season, they were playing him a point guard. They were already trying to do it. So it's almost, and I almost feel like they're trying too soon because he's only 19, 20 years old. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's got some stuff to learn. We know he can score, but once you start asking him to do all the other things right now in his career, mm-hmm. it might be too soon. And his stats weren't good. I was like, what's going on with Tyler hero. And I was like, Oh, they're playing him a point guard, right. which, which I like just not right now. And now that they're not doing that as much, he's starting to score 27, 25, 30. You know what I mean? So I think they're going to be okay, but they might have to make some moves if they're going to compete in the playoffs. I agree. Yeah. Um, JT, you brought it up uh, a little bit talking about, you know, the, uh, you know, those, those uh, kind of role player guys and them being missing and them having an impact. And I talked about the Lakers. It's happening now to the Lakers where they're, they're, they're vulnerable in the front court. Um, Anthony, speaking of that, Anthony Davis um, suffered another injury. Um, They're calling it a right cap strain with a re-aggravation of the right Achilles tendinosis he's going to be re- he's going to be out uh for at least three weeks and then re-evalu- reevaluated again um a couple impacts that that could have one on the standings and where the lakers are um i i also think going back to the mvp thing that it can have an Im- an impact on the mvp race right so i think it can go in two directions and you tell me if you agree or disagree with this i think that if him being out is going to allow LeBron James to have to take on more of the load. So he can essentially run away with MVP and and leave everybody in the dust because of the fact that he has to carry the load and he'll, the ball will be innocent. He'll be taking more shots. He doesn't have 80 to get a, you know, to, to pass and get AD established and all that other stuff. So you have that aspect of it where it could potentially help LeBron's MVP case. But then you have the other aspect of it of, it can hurt his MVP case if they are not because they're so thin and they don't have AD. They're they're losing you know more games than they normally would, which would could take them down in the standings. And losing never helps your MVP case, um, like we were just talking about. So it could also hurt if it, if the Lakers don't really make it through this little rough patch without AD. Um, it could and they start going south. It can make his MVP case go south. So I'm kind of concerned and nervous to see. Yeah. how it's going to play out. What What do you think about that? I, I agree that if they stumble a little bit in the stand, if, if he keeps them at the same spot and his numbers go up and he's uh, clearly, he's going to have to, I think if he keeps them happen, afloat, then it'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, exactly. I, I think then it's like, Oh shoot. Now he's doing without AD. That That's yeah. a great story. And that's what they like for MVP, yeah. you know? Um, but man, that's, that's not good. Cause you don't want that much load on LeBron no, right you now. Don't going to the playoffs he's only getting older and then what is ad like when he comes back does he restrain it when he comes back that's not good because they're not loaded enough they're not they're, they're not super thin enough. and you're talking about the role player guys like i every every night i watch them i miss uh, and i never thought i'd say this uh but i miss javel mcgee <laughs> and and i miss dwight howard for real because you yeah. watch Marcus all go out there and get 10 fouls in two seconds yeah. and then he's and not then the it's same just, and then it's just Trez by himself 
running all over the the front court, helping out, help defense, picking up fouls that really aren't his fouls to pick up because he's helping right. somebody else. Right. Who's, Trez has been doing a great job um, getting whatever he wants in the post uh, offensively and then, you know, kind of helping, playing great help defense, getting some block shots. He's been super scrappy, but he's by himself, and he's also small. He's not a real big. Um, so the Lakers need to do something in the trade deadline, especially with AD not being there. Um, and Marcus Al just hasn't been what he they hoped that he would be. So for sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Marcus Al back and AD up, but he's not quite the same. So yeah, it, yeah. It's, What'd you say, Chat? That's tough. I was saying that um, AD is the uh, the Joel of the West from what you were talking about when it comes to reliability. Yeah, yeah. He's and and it's funny because they were talking about him kind of wanting to. He got out there and played, and they thought that he kind of shouldn't have been playing, um, because he's he sat missed a couple games. They thought he shouldn't have played in the last game, um. But one of the reporters were saying that he he hates the the narrative that's out there about him about him being injury prone. He said he hates that, and and so that's what made him go out there and play. But but he said he also said that they they're going to be super cautious about this um because he acknowledged that this isn't something that you want to that you want to like play with and you know they got bigger fish to fry because who cares you know we get the ones there's no fans in the stands anyway home court advantage doesn't mean much but if we get the one seed or not like you know y'all want to repeat you know what i mean and ain't gonna be no repeat if if with the lakers as currently constructed if ad isn't there it's just not gonna happen no um so i don't know if you guys heard draymond green's comments he's always commenting on something um but he recently came out and made some comments about um you know the the players kind of what they are dealing with as far as the nba goes and and the players plight um let's hear a little bit of it uh right here to watch andre drummond before the game uh sit on the sideline, then go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him. It's bull <laughs> because when James Harden asked for a trade and essentially dogged it, I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's gonna fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for one to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy. And then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer and he's not good in someone's locker room and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game, and we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional. At some- So what do you, what's your take? Um, what's your take on that? I Like, you know, I understand what he was saying and I, I can get into, I think there's two folds in it, but what, what did you initially think when you first heard it? Uh, well, the, the point he's making, I completely agree with. I mean, I, honestly, I agree with everything he said. And, and Draymond, as, as much as he talks on the court, 
I like what he says most of the time off the court. Um, mm-hmm. especially he tends to have all the players backs, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, it's true. Uh, the, the team can make any decision they want and no one really ever knocks them ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't think of a team really ever getting knocked for deciding they're going to trade somebody or not trade somebody. And the team gets ripped for it. Yeah. I mean, when, when has that ever happened? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. there might be talks about it and what's going on, but it's a business decision, mm-hmm. right? Well, if an employee wants to leave, which they have every right to do, but you're, but not only are you not going to let them leave, but then you're going to paint them to be a certain way. And the now villain. they're a they're cancer the and now they're this and now mm-hmm. they're that, and they're selfish and it, it, it's, there's something wrong with it. And, and it's the typical thing, right? It, it's the, it's the employee against a billion dollar corporation, right? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or millionaires, right? Yeah. And, and they controlled the media and they kind of controlled the narrative and not as much now because players have social media and they have a fan base and, and they can say things back. But then if you do too much, then, uh, then other teams start looking at you with like that narrative the issue. too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I agree with what he said, man, because yeah. what'd you, what do you think, Chad? I um I agree with what he said too. I think there's definitely a double standard um in the way that uh, players are approached versus the organizations, and mm-hmm. it's all easier to point a, a specific bad guy versus an actual organization. There's no real face, and I think it's strategic that a lot of um, NBA owners kind of hide behind the scenes because they could never be the face of anything bad that happens. So you really right. don't know who a lot of the owners are besides like Mark Cuban and some other people. Yeah. Um, they- decisions behind the scenes and and also i think um with the uh the fans of certain teams like the lebron situation when he went to eat mm-hmm. um certain fans are looking at it like okay you're making my team worse by leaving like we were talking about with, uh james harden with mm-hmm. jt now they don't care about the overall political and social uh system they're looking at you're leaving my team right now so you're the bad guy and they're not mm-hmm. looking at the larger picture you know mm-hmm. so I yeah. think that that just play a factor. I, I I agree with 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 Draymond and and, and what with both of you guys said. Um, I think the there is a, a a caveat here, right? So I think the thing that that people, the fan base, take issue with when when certain players leave, like the the Kevin Durant thing, was you know we thought that you know me not liking Kevin Durant wasn't wasn't that. I didn't think that Kevin Durant should have had the power to leave and go make his own decision. I just thought it was weak that he went to the most stacked team ever in the history of the universe. Right. So for me, it was a taste thing, right? I thought it was distasteful to go do that, especially when the team had beat you. So I I was getting into the weeds of that. Right. Um, But I think that it was well within his right to go and leave and go, go wherever he wanted to go. Um, To me, that's the difference. The thing with James Harden, I thought James Harden handled his situation wrong, but I thought that it was w- well within his rights to want to go somewhere else and to ask for a trade. Um, but I thought that, like to Draymond's point of him dogging it, like I thought that that was unprofessional and BS, especially, and I thought it was disrespectful to his teammates because at the time, John Wall was there and DeMarcus Cousins is there and they're like, for real, that's how you're going to talk about us. He's sitting at a podium like it's nothing here. I can't win here. Duh, 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 duh. And John and DeMarcus Cousins is doing interviews like, yo, I'm excited to be here. And this is weak. You know what I'm saying? So it was disrespectful to his teammates. I thought the move that James Harden made was weak for those reasons, but not him yeah, being know, empowered to make 
moves. You know what I mean? That's an interesting one because I agree. But then I I heard Jeff Van Gundy and um, and uh, Mark Jackson talking about it the other day, and Mark asked or or the other guy I can't remember the other guy's name asked them both, and Jeff Van Gundy says, I I disagree with the with all the ways he handled it, but then I also don't think that he would have gotten the end result that he wanted if he wouldn't have handled it exactly like that. These agents are telling that are telling these their players like, look, I agree with that. Dude, I, I, I feel I, like I feel like Anthony Davis didn't do that. No, and Anthony we're, Davis we're, ended up exactly yeah, where he wanted to be every with the championship. Situ- every situation is different, though. Like, that was a cancerous situation all the way around. But and I think he made it worse. Like, I think to, to, he made I, it he made like, it look worse. But if he didn't raise a stink in the way he it was calculated, he's not a bad dude. No one's ever said James, he's you know, he can be a. a, a come off certain ways but no one's ever said he's disrespectful to all of his teammates and he taught i mean i've never seen him do anything like that i've seen him do other things but like i think it was like this is what i gotta do to make it very clear that i want out i don't not want to play with john wall but at the end of the day i know this isn't the situation where i want to be in and i just think it's unfortunately he had to kind of make himself look like the bad guy and he's not and he's not the first guy that's felt like he had to do that and then these guys go on and all of a sudden we're like oh this dude's not a bad dude you know what i mean like jimmy i thought jimmy butler was an asshole for years he is kind of an asshole but I, for years i was like is this dude like a cancer to the to the i mean like he just doesn't seem like because of how he handled the philly situation which everybody Chad? loves him no i was gonna say that you uh, you guys ever noticed that people are only upset when the players are really good because players get traded yes. all the time. Yes. And, and it's always... And nobody cares. Nobody ever cares. It's always a shit show the way players get traded. Like, they move their whole families to L.A. for a certain mm-hmm. team. And six months into the season, they get traded. And it's just real disrespectful the way the organization has. Nobody no ever cares. cares. But when you are an elite player, that's when the people care. And I think that's right. where the standard plays a factor as well yeah. and, and no, one felt, no one felt bad for brandon ingram and no, no one felt bad for lonzo, lonzo ball. ball no no you're, you're right no one felt bad for these guys and, and, and to your point that's the thing that i that's the that's the part why where I, where I agree with draymond right like i think the organizations do shady shit all the time they there was one story that chris broussard told on his on his radio show where he said i can't remember the player's name but he said he went to the player heard rumors in the media that he was going to get traded. He said he went to management or somebody and asked them, listen, if you guys are going to trade me, I understand it's a business, it's the business that we're in, but just like, can you just give me a heads up? Because my kid just started school. Um, we just late, you know, put a down payment on this. Like if, you know, if we, if you are going to trade me, give me a heads up, I can start to maybe maneuver, move some things around, maybe not buy the house that we thought we were going to buy, maybe do whatever. And the, he said the executive looked him dead in his face and said, don't worry, we got, we're not trading you. They said he was on a plane two nights later, right? That's fucked up. And yeah. stuff like that happens all the time. And to Draymond's point and to your point, like no one cares. No one says anything about it, right? But when LeBron James goes to Miami, they're burning jerseys in the streets. LeBron James has never asked for a trade in his life. 
every move that he's made to a different team is because he fulfilled his contractual obligations and then did whatever the CBA said that he was allowed to do. He was allowed to be free and make his choices. And he got ripped every time he did it. Somebody was pissed and ripping him in the media. And Charles Barkley is coming out and saying, I can't believe he's going somewhere else, you know. And and so this is, I think, what Draymond, this this is where I'm where we're on the same page. The only part is where we differ is I feel like when Jeff Van Gundy comes out and says what he said, I feel like it is enabling piss poor behavior. To me, it's to, it's, it was to say you had to you have to throw a tantrum in order to get what you want. And, and I think that other players have shown that that is not true. I think that it was done in poor taste what James Harden's done, because many players have asked it out and forced their way out of trades, you know. Um, and it wasn't as ugly and as disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like Anthony Davis didn't sit up in a podium and say that all his his teammates was trash and he can't be there yeah, and all of this but, stuff and and throw getting fights with teammates at practice. Like he didn't do that. And people still had a problem with what Anthony Davis did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but he but didn't that, do it like that. So I that think w- that there's a way to do it. That's all. Well, the, yeah, there, there's definitely more respectful ways to do it. But the problem is, he had already told them he wanted out and that, and that's where we get into the problem where and they like, were looking I, for I, trade I should, I should be able to go to my employer and say, look, we've done some great things here. I'm really proud of what we've accomplished. Thank you for everything. But th- I'm, I've thought long and hard about this and I, I, I want to be gone. And if they don't do it and they, obviously there was going, they were going back and forth and they, they were, they were planning on keeping them. They, they were like, well, why, why would they? And everyone's talking about like, why would they trade him now? Like they've got guys that they wanted to keep him and, and make him happy. Well, they with brought the guys in, they him. brought him help as they, as, as they had done for years. Yeah. They gave him Dwight but, Howard. They gave him Chris Paul. They right. gave him uh, Russell. Uh, Russell but, he was I mean, already, but he had already made up his mind before. Right. These guys. So in that way, I'm like, they weren't. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? It was toxic behind the scenes. So yeah, I, I didn't love the way he handled it either. We talked about it on the show, but I just think sometimes where, where, where would, you know, would it have happened if he wouldn't have raised a stunk or would he still be, if he would have just been cool yeah, I about think he would have just... definitely still got, cause they were looking for trade before he sat up there in a press conference and say, I'm not coming back here. We were talk. We had talked about for weeks there, the, the trade rumors that was going on, they were talking to, we knew, we knew that they would have did the Philly thing had Philly just offered them big Ben Simmons initially. And they didn't. And then right. Philly, Philly felt the heat and didn't offer Ben Simmons when it was too late. And then they had the Victor Oladipo deal, which was through the kibosh on it. Right. But he was, he was going to get traded. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like he just handled it wrong. You know? Yeah. I don't know. He, we, what'd you he, say, Chad? He could have. I didn't say anything. I think my overall point is too, is that, um, and you guys make great points. I think that if the NBA wants to have this NBA cares, we're mm-hmm. politically woke, we're all this and that, then you guys need to start with your own players. Right. <laughs> stop right. 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 Playing, like stop it. Right. Stop right. It. Yeah. They, they need to do something about it because <laughs> players shouldn't get their names tarnished because they feel they have, because I don't think James Harden wanted to do that stuff. I don't think he was like, man, I, I want to do this because I want to look like an asshole. You know, I, I think I think he was they, just impatient. But, you know, it's still a level. I, I, I think we all on board with Draymond. I just think that there's still a level of professionalism yeah, that should go along with it. But I think everybody I don't I don't I don't disagree with be, anything. There should that, be better ways. And it's, there should be in a contract. There, yeah. there should be better ways to get out of. Out yeah. of your, 
Yeah. Um, so the Tampa Bay Bucks had a championship parade, so to speak. Um, they did it on the water, they did it with some boats. Um, if you didn't see it, um they did it with sheep, a, they did it with goats. They did it with goats. Um, so there's a clip that surfaced of and we're watching it here, the Tom Brady with the trophy. He's he's throwing the trophy from one boat to another boat, which I'm not gonna lie, was pretty cool. Okay, I thought it was pretty awesome. And and I and I typically um don't say things like that about Tom Brady. It's one of the best passes he's ever thrown. Probably so. It, pro it probably is one of the best passes he's ever thrown. Um, I feel like the I, I saw the video and I was instantly jealous because I live in Los Angeles and, and the Lakers and the Dodgers, for that matter, both won championships that year. There was no parade to speak of. And I'm like, we got water and boats, too. Why didn't anybody sure. think of that here? Why didn't we have we got them? water? We got boats and hose. All of that. And boats and hose. Right. <laughs> Right. So why didn't the Lakers, like, I felt like the Lakers and Dodgers should have, uh, should have, you know, stolen that idea. And now that they see it, creative. I'm like, you guys should figure it out. Right. Yeah. Um, Florida is also a cesspool for COVID. That, that part too. <laughs> so that part is very fuck. true. That's Florida is, that's the other thing too. They're literally so, swimming yeah. in COVID. Yeah. Um, and then Brady was also, uh, seen on, uh, on tape. Uh, leaving the parade, which was another awesome video to me. I mean, this is another uh, highlight. Another, another highlight. Another highlight. Um, if you haven't seen it, this is it right here. This is him leaving the, uh, I mean, he is. Yeah. Somebody is literally yeah. holding him up. It reminded me of the Kid in Play movie where the, the I can't remember the name of the movie, but Kid is in it and he's House like- House Party 8. Was it House Party 8? Where he's like, they're holding up the kid and he got the glasses on him and the kid is oh, yeah, and he's like yeah, yeah. waving his arm like you awake right he's like yeah yeah i'm up <laughs> i mean brady was plastered <laughs> yeah Which, man weekend at bernie's vibes right it yeah. was maybe that was it maybe i'm thinking about the weekend at bernie's right um oh, so that great. was amazing but the story of all of the, the the story that came out of the parade weekend and and those events was Karen. Karen from, I, I don't know, the, the the family who makes the Lombardi trophies. We're, we're calling her Karen because, you know, she's, she's a white offended. woman that's complaining about something, right? Um, if you haven't seen the, the Karen tape, Karen wants an apology from Tom Brady, and this is why. And it takes oh, a lot God. of work, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of hours go into it. It just really upset me that this trophy was disgraced and disrespected by being thrown as if it was a real football. I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. I was that upset because I, I know the, the passion that goes into this trophy and how my dad and all, all his fellow silversmiths are so proud to make this. I personally would like an apology, not just to me and my family and the other silversmiths, um, but to the, to the fans. Um, okay. Oh, so boy. some, this is, this is, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do something that is, that is also, I haven't done, but I'm going to also, uh, I'm going to defend Tom Brady here. Okay. Uh, here's the apology that I, that I believe that Tom Brady should give to Karen. Bomber me hurt. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the fuck he wants. 
Period. Period. I think Tom Brady should call her and play that video on his phone. Yeah. We all know that Karen. Yes. That that Karen that just spoke on the video was that mom at school. Yes. Who was just overprotective and just would never shut up. Everything was offensive. Oh my Everything god. Everything is believe. a problem. Did he just say dang? Did he yes. just say the D word? Dang? Yes. How dare like we need to I mean shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. He was hammered. Nobody cares. Nobody making, cares that your making, silversmiths are mad. You're making a trophy for full-grown meatheads that to run spill champagne all over. They run, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. what it's for. That's they what run your into each for. other for a living, is what they do. They run into each other. What do you think is going to happen? You, you think that's the worst thing that's ever happened How to, about to that? one of your trophies? I, I, let me tell y'all something. It's in, just the history, on video. in the history of the NFL, I guarantee you that's not the worst thing that's happened to that trophy. Okay? If you don't think Gronkowski, I can't, I can't guarantee if you, it. If you don't think Gronk is busting nuts on the all trophy, all over the trophy, you're crazy. In, I mean, you're crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Like, what? What? Think about the men who have had prime time. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, think about the men who have had prime that time. trophy for a weekend. Prime time was having tensums with that thing in the room. You know, what? right in the middle of the betensums. Him and nine women. And the Straight trophy. up. Like, I think I think the Conor McGregor apology is the most fitting apology for um, Karen. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the <laughs> – this was on the other day. <laughs> it was this uh, – it was uh after it was a tweet. It's like after um after considering after considering it, I've decided to accept your apology. And the handle was at absolutely nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Because nobody cares, Karen. Uh shut get up, over Karen. Yourself. Shut up, Karen. Um, okay, the Eagles are up so the Eagles have been in trade talks apparently with Carson Wentz for the past, you know, couple weeks. And nothing has happened. We we said last week on the podcast that it was going to happen that day, and nothing happened that day. Apparently, the Seahawks are the favorites uh, over the, the Seahawks and the Colts are the favorite apparently to land him. Um, they were also oh no 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 actually I'm sorry let me back up. It's the the Bears. It's the Bears and the Colts. The Bears are in the Colts are the favorites to land um, Carson Wentz, and the, the Bears are are apparently in the lead. With the Colts kind of being a distant second, um, the Seahawks are in play for um, Zach Ertz. That's the thing. They're they're uh, apparently about to to split with Zach Ertz, and the Seahawks are kind of in the lead with the Colts as well. Um, but I don't know. We'll, we're we'll, we're we're keeping an eye on it, and we'll did, know when we know. Did you see that, Jimmy? There's a chance Jimmy G might go back to New England. I did hear that. That's amazing. I did huh? hear that, and I don't have no problem with that. I don't either. Get him out of here. Yeah, I don't have get no matter. They need it. San Fran needs it. Um, Sorry, Jimmy G. I like. I appreciate Jimmy G. But but please get him out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not mad at that. But I, I want them. I want this Carson Wentz deal to go through. I, I I'm tired of. I don't know what the holdup is. I guess you know what though. To be honest, I think I do know what the holdup is. I've heard that the apparently. Teams feel that the Eagles' asking price is a little too high, and then the Eagles feel like teams have kind of been lowballing them because they know that he wants out, and it's, and it's a shitty situation. But I saw, I heard one of the offers were like two second round picks. I'm not trading you Carson Wentz for two second round picks. That's idiotic. Mm-hmm. Like, and, exactly. and I'm and I don't want. I'm ready to move on from Carson Wentz, but the two e- second e- round e- picks e- thing e- is ridiculous. Even as a backup, 
Like you don't want to keep him as a backup? No, I think it's just toxic. It's just, and I wouldn't do that to Jalen Hurts. Chad, who's your football team? Was a, um, a Giants fan uh, some years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really uh, but you jump ship. <laughs> well, I'm not really an NFL fan like that anymore. I don't watch yeah. like that. Back in the day, me and Joe's definitely had some uh, iconic uh, Giants-Eagles moments. Yeah, Joe's yeah. Joe didn't make it to the playoffs last year. I know that much. So I need you to be a little bit more louder. Um, I'm just um, saying. Did we, did we, we were talking about the Lombardi Trophy a couple seconds ago. The Eagles definitely, uh, definitely have the, the last, the, the last Lombardi Trophy to come through the, the, the NFC East came through Philly. It ain't been it ain't been in New York in year. It been decades since New York has seen that trophy, and we did terrible things to that trophy. Let me tell you. Congrats for finally busting your hymen. <laughs> hey, how about this? We did. We've had the trophy recently. Okay, the trophy done spent time in Philly. It's still there. Year as far virgin. as forty year old, 40 year old virgin. Congrats. Whatever. I'll take it. That trophy still. <laughs> we still got it. We still got that trophy. Um, but I'm ready to move on from Carson Wentz. I'm I'm hoping that we can I, we should at least get a player and a first round pick. I want a wide receiver. I I want some some offensive help. But the I I don't blame them. If y'all if the best that's the best offer that's coming in is two second round picks, let his ass sit there. He can go back to Buffalo. Yeah, because yeah, you, you know what's going to happen. A team's going to get very desperate yeah. for a better yes. quarterback yes. than whoever the hell's their whoever yes. whoever the hell they're fielding right now. Yes. And they're going to give too much. They're going to yes. give too much and they're going to regret it and they're going to look stupid. Yes. So I, I waited out. Waited out. I'm fine with that. Uh, Okay. Let's get out of here on the rapid fire. So the Bears, we talked about the Bears, Um, you know, being in the in the running for for Carson. So we'll see how that how that plays out. Uh, Forbes reports that LeBron uh, is to pass billionaire status this year. Which just is another reason why he's the goat. He's he's gonna he's now gonna be the highest earning one of the high, highest earning uh in living like active NBA players. Well, um, he can thank he can thank uh Michael Michael Jordan for that. Well, he's surpassed Michael so in in more yeah, ways than th- one. He can thank him for that. Yeah. So, um, the other thing is, did you guys see the rock and roll nominees uh, came out? Did you guys see not. that? Yeah. So. Um, a little list, a little short list of the nominees, Mary J. Blige, uh, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, the Go- the Go-Go's, um, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, um, Shaka Khan, Carol King, Fila Cootie, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, uh, Tina Turner, and Diane, Diane Warwick. So not everybody's going to make it in, but um, that's a, that's a pretty cool list. And uh What'd you say, Jay? I said that's a loaded list. What'd you say, Jay? Oh. oh, yeah, it is loaded. I don't know how Tina Turner how it took so long for Tina Turner. Yeah, because I, I saw that too, and I'm like, I thought I would. I thought Tina Turner. Oh yeah, Tina was in already. In yesterday. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like, and Diane Work. I thought Diane Work would be in. Also, same thing lo- with the. What's love got to do with it anyway? I don't know. Um, same, same thing with um. Rage Against the Machine. I guess Rage, Rage Against the Machines. Yeah, I, I would have thought that they were they would have been in. Um, but that's cool. So shout out to the uh shout out to the Rock and Roll Hall Hall of Fame um nominees. JJ Watt and the Texans mutually agreed to part ways um as they have released them. And apparently, 
he wants to go to the Cleveland Browns. That's what is is rumored. Like he's rumored to to be leaning towards Cleveland, which is a little weird to me. Interesting. He's gonna play against his brother twice a year. Yeah. Well, it, they it originally came out that he was that his brother wanted him to come to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um. And yeah. and I thought that the other brother was on that team too, or something like that. There he is. Yeah. He so is. that would have yeah. been. I don't know why would why not do that. That'd be and, dope. Yeah. Right. You're at the end of the year. You get to play with both your brothers and go out it, like that. Pittsburgh too. I mean, they they still got something left in the tank. Yeah, I mean, maybe depends on where um Ben goes because he's a that's a whole nother situation. All family. Um, <laughs> what you say? All family of the NFL. What is this? Yeah, I mean that's, that's cool. I, listen, I I'm down. I would have did it. Like, let's go. That that's uh, gotta be that's gotta be the best um football family. Of all time, uh, I mean, to, uh, like the, the Mannings are there, but like those those three guys, because just because of JJ and the and TJ, right? TJ's the other really good one. Uh huh. He's TJ. like he's like that same level of player. Like he he uh could have won. He was like defensive player of the year at status, right? Yeah, like that I think good. So. I mean, I that's think pretty. So. That's pretty impressive. And Eli, two Super Bowls, but it was impressive. only two of them. That's the thing. Like that when you get when you get to yeah. three, that's why the Ball Brothers thing was so cool, and that that was here and gone as fast as. Cool. But but it came. but their dad was was really great. That's the that's the kicker. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But so three you had at one time, you know. Archie and then yeah. What'd you say, yeah. Chad? No, I was saying Archie. Yeah. Yeah yeah because yeah. Archie. Yeah yeah that makes sense. Okay. Um, the mayor of Atlanta came out and made comments about the All Star Game coming to Atlanta. Some comments. They, okay, so it kind of caught me off guard just because of what she said. So uh, we we pull up the graphic of what she said. She said, "This Can is." I say uh, something before you ma- read this, Joe. Yes, go ahead. This chick better have a huge ass. Why? Because her last name is Bottoms. <laughs> I think like, she does. She kind of cute. I think Keisha she, she kinda... Lance Bottoms. I feel like that's not even a real name. What the I fuck kind of last name I is think Bottoms? She working with, yeah, I think she is. I, I've seen a picture of her. Yeah, okay. she kind of she kind of cute. She she's fairly young too. But she came okay. out. She made a statement. She said, "This is a made-for-TV event only, and people should not travel to Atlanta to party." Um, this is when I read this, and I, you might have saw me when I tweeted it out. I said, "Is this the same mayor of the same city where strip clubs have been open for months now?" Yes. Oh, okay. It makes like, huh? You worried about the wrong thing, sis. You need to be worrying about the residents of Atlanta. Atlanta been super open, like super duper open since March, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. um, It's just another example of mayors and governors and senators and presidents and new presidents and all the, they're all fucking idiots. But and and, and it, it, it's such a joke, Joe. I, I I'm I, like, what's I've happening? Like, I've never voted for the president. You know why I've never voted? Because I haven't since Obama. I like like Obama's the only guy that I like as a human being. Everybody uh-huh. else, Trump scared the shit out of me. Then yeah. I actually thought he did a decent job as president in a lot of ways. And then, but I don't like Trump. And yeah. then Biden comes up, who has dementia. And then yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 chick that's gonna take over for him, Harris scares the shit out of me and Hillary belongs in prison. So just, we're not getting <laughs> the options. Hillary Clinton no. belongs in prison. No, Crimes no, we humanity. can't do the lock her up thing here. 
No, we can't do oh, that. Oh, she does. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's the give us good options. And Newsom, our governor in the state of California, this beautiful state of California. Newsom is going to be president. Gavin Newsom, you've heard it here first, we'll see. is going to be president. We'll see. His approval rating, no one in California is voting for him. Well, his approval because- rating... That's just because his his because uh, California is not Atlanta right now where we're not open and and no one I'm not happy nobody's happy about that but yeah. and he's not happy about that right like it doesn't look nobody no he, government he is official, happy he's going to to French restaurants with no mask and big groups but, of people but no government living official, the dream no 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 government official wants to have their their state shut well, of down. Course. Well, on their watch you know california has the gdp of, of a small country it doesn't benefit him to have the economy shut down it, it doesn't it doesn't help him now he 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 mishandled he, he him going that, getting caught going problem. to restaurants yeah, was problem. was was another issue that that's a long conversation but I, part of the reason why they have an all-star game in atlanta is because atlanta is open so for the for the like right. you know what i mean it's gonna. They when, gonna go you out. Know they you going know to the strip. You know but the after you know parties what? are already playing. Like it's you know what? The, yeah. I, you know, I was just gonna say this. I applaud. I know what she's doing. She's saying this because it looks good. She's telling you not to do it. And it's like that movie yeah, Christmas she party tell you. where he's like, where he's like, we're not gonna have a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're totally. We're not gonna do it. Right, right. Like I'm right. sitting right here. I can see you saying right. you're gonna do it. Right. That's what she's doing. But but we know what's going on. Our our whole, shout out to Vernon. Our 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 boy Vernon gave a little bit of context to this, and I gotta to to just sprinkle it in there. He said that so she's she's been wanting. She doesn't. She's not. She hasn't been in favor of Atlanta being as open as it's been open. Apparently, she, she keeps getting. Apparently, the governor of of Georgia is a huge trumper and he just overrides everything that she's trying she's tried to do so when she when apparently she might have came out and said that's how it goes we think it's a bad idea for strip clubs to be open in the middle of a pandemic and he came and over over overrode her so i think so just to give her a, little, a cloak of of some context there i that makes sense to me i understand it but just still like if you know if you know that your city is damn near the most open in open in this city if that's even a word in America, you can't come out and tell people don't come to Atlanta for All Star Weekend and don't party because we ain't having that here. Like what? I was uh, I was in Atlanta during the pandemic. Bro. How about that? And how open was it? It's almost they're almost they almost feel disrespected if you wear a mask. They're like, oh, you just- <laughs> yeah, they looking at you like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> about to, are you you about to rob us? Yeah, like what's to rob the store? <laughs> Look at this dude. It's not on some Rob stuff, but it's just on some, you know, like yeah, you know, like, you too good for us, you too, <laughs> bro. I know the feeling. I feel, I feel like you, we have a small version of Atlanta here. It's called Orange County. Every oh. time I go to Orange County, I I feel the same way. Like when we first went up there in the beginning, we went up there to do a gig in the beginning of the pandemic. It was like the first gig after the shutdown. And nobody in Orange County in the area where we were going had a mask on, but us. Like we walked in and we, me and and, and Zarg went to the market, went to the little strip mall over there. Everybody in strip malls looking at us like we're we we was the only ones there with a mask on. So and and I I've heard that Atlanta is the same. Atlanta is 1999 over there. You know what I mean? Still have the All Star Game in Mexico. Oh my God, we can't. JT it's is open. in love with Mexico. Now. It's wide open. I'm uh, back in April. I love you, Mexico. Viva la Mexico. Okay. 
I don't even know what that we're gonna get canceled because he said something in Mexican that it could be uh who knows what he said. I speak fluent Mexican now. Yeah, who knows what he said? Um, Chad Self, thank you so much for coming on the program today. Uh, do the people a favor and tell them where they can support and buy anything that you got coming up in the next future. Yeah, all you have to do is go to uh, follow freelance, uh, follow us. We're going to have some new music coming out this year. We've been on a little hiatus, but yeah, uh, we're coming out swinging. Dope. Dope. Yes, uh, yes. Follow at freelance. I am at Joe Connor 33 everywhere on everything. Make sure that you go like, and subscribe to the backstage uh, sports YouTube and also um, follow on whatever platform that you listen to the podcast on because it helps us um, follow, drop follow. a comment. Let us know that you're there. Um, we know that you're listening. So just let us know. Just shout us out and let us know. Um, also, go check out, if you haven't already, my Spice Pack on Spices, the Philly Lo-Fi Pack. Um, I've been hearing some good feedback from it. So thank you guys for the people who did download it and support it. Um, keep doing so. I appreciate it. Yes, at JT Harker for everything. And uh, the latest single, How About You, is out on all streaming platforms. Although yeah. it's supposed to be on Pandora, it's not on Pandora. They told me it would be. It's not. So don't look on Pandora. <laughs> Everywhere so, else. So anybody there. who work at Pandora, let's get on that. Man, come on. Period. Um, but uh, yeah, new singles out, and we got another one coming hopefully in about four weeks. Okay, dope. Um, thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. Until next time, be safe and be great. Peace.